Long ago, in a far-off land, there was nothing but darkness, and from the darkness came the orcs, and they truly washed their evil across the world. For all hope seemed lost with man, until a great thief came out of the dust, and with him he wore the Shroud of Thirin. And nothing could really defeat the orcs except for this thief in his Shroud of Thirin. <laughs> It's a nice jacket, but I wouldn't get that excited about Shut it. the fuck up. This jacket's amazing. You see this? It's embroidered. It's not my name, but you know, it's embroidered still. It's a nifty, it's a nifty jacket. Yeah, it's gold. It's a nifty jacket. It's golden, got 12 buttons on it. It's too many buttons for a jacket to have, but you know, it's got 12 buttons. Yes. Yeah. 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 I got you. I got you. I like it. So, I don't know if you know it or not, but uh, Zach's here. Oh my god! Zach's here. Zach's Never left. Zach's here. Never left. Oh my god! Zach is here. Never left. Oh my god! Where'd he come from? Never left. Where did he come from? One day, his mom and dad fell in love, and then they made love. <laughs> love. And then One all of a day. sudden, there was Zach. It was nine months later. One day, a man and a woman fell in love. Yeah, what's my and, parents' love? And it from say, that man's loins birthed Zach, yeah. conqueror of the world. Yeah, wish my parents loved each other. Trauma dump. Anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. What's going on, everyone? It's the Lobby Boys. We're back here. We're back. Mm, 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 mm. Mm. I have a dark childhood. What's going on, everyone? And the Lobby Boys back here. Uh, yes, I am back. Don't worry about it. It's all right. Everything's fine now. These two can't hurt you anymore. I'm here. And today we have a good episode planned for you guys. I am here alongside my comrades in arms. We have the magnificent Captain Naveed. We'll start out with Skipper first. You know, make your way up there. And along, the alongside the phenomenal. I'm Terry. Terry. Yeah. I I Unlabeled brought, Terry. I got a drink. It's a good drink. Eat that Coca Cola. Eat that Coca Cola. Eat that Coca Cola. Coca Cola. Coca Cola. Coca Cola. What's that? Coca Cola. Coca Cola. So, all right. Well, let's see what this is about, guys. Let's go ahead and dive into this. All right. I mean, okay. We're going. We're going head first. Right on. Deep inside. I mean. I mean. Like if you really want to go head first, we can go head first, guys. Okay. We can go feet first if you want, but I mean we could. We can go. Naveed's pointing at you, Terry. Okay. He's pointing at me. Oh. He's pointing. Yeah. He's so pointing. I watched something recently. You watched something recently. Yes. Um and um I didn't have the excitement others had after watching it okay mostly because um i i i didn't think that they needed to make the movie 
but I'm I'm fine with it. I like I enjoyed the movie. I enjoyed the movie overall. Right. All right. Um, but um, I watched Top Gun Maverick. Have you guys seen Top Gun Maverick? No, I haven't. What do you guys know about Top Gun Maverick? No, it was really good. Okay, that's all you know. No, I mean the plot line sucked. No. I just like to see the jets fly. Have, I liked it. You liked it. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. I liked it. Naveed, you're probably not. It had Miles it. Teller in it. No, I love really Miles okay. Teller. Okay, it's 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 a good movie. I, but I'm, it, I'm it fairly ambivalent towards it. <laughs> not, that, not that like I hate it, but like you know. Well, I, I got to tell you, Naveed, there's a mission in the movie. Is it an impossible one? Um, yeah, it's kind of an impossible mission. Um, let me describe this mission to you, okay? Is it once again wait, 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 a rogue wait, wait. agent from the MIF? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Just, will you let me? Just, just, I'm going to tell you this mission. They're going to take their fighter planes, all right? And they're going to go through this trench. Trench. Okay. Now, as they're going through, somebody's going to mark this small box that they have to hit. All right. And then um, they're going to go through with the second plane and they're going to hit that box with a rocket. This doesn't sound right. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm 100% serious. That's so. uh, But here's the thing. Um, The one character, the targeting computer doesn't work. So he he just has to go by his feeling and shoot the rocket into the little box. I've seen this before. This is from the Percy Jackson series, isn't it? <laughs> Naveed, without seeing the movie, what, what does that sound like to you? It sounds like they trained for a whole... It's like if they just did the Death Star Trench scene yeah, in Star the exact Wars. Same, it's the same but if it's they just the spent the whole thing. movie fucking training for it's it. They the, did. It's, it's like the if thing, they but... just took the plot of Armageddon <coughs> of just training and setting up this mission just to do... The ending from Star Wars. But how could you mm-hmm. take something that happened in a galaxy far, far away a long time ago, you know, and and then do this on Earth? I mean, this this is the first time that this has ever been attempted for mm-hmm. all we know. Mm-hmm. Trench, trenches exist on Earth, Zach. <laughs> well, they don't. This guy. Well, it, here's <laughs> my kind of I'm complaint. <laughs> Here's my kind of complaint of the movie is that um, they keep building up to something that they never get to. What do you mean? What do I mean? Yeah. They keep building up that somebody's going to die. No, they don't. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Yes, they do. No, they don't. They constantly build up to it. Then they do a fake out. Is it Goose's son? Then they do another fake out. Yes, they do. Do you want someone to die in the movie? Maybe. Check off's gun, buddy. Mm -hmm. They start kind of setting it up. It's a dangerous mission. Doesn't mean anyone's gonna die. That's just it. You know they they they're, they're pushing it the whole time, so it's like you know. But you know, I did like seeing Tom Cruise fly those jet, that jet off of that aircraft carrier. That was cool. That was awesome. That you was know, cool. That was awesome. Every day, I am sad to think I'll never be able to fly a plane because mm. I'm not fun size like Tom Cruise is. Mm. You can do it. Yeah, you can still fly. No, I good. can't fly jets. You can. Well, you know, why would you want to fly a jet? Jets are cool. You can't fly a jet unless you're in the military, though. No. Yeah. Get pilot's license. I don't want to fucking fly a one propeller plane, and I don't want to fly a fucking. 
crop duster and I don't want to fly a 747. What do you want to fly then? I want to fly a fighter jet, man. Why? Who doesn't want to fly a fighter jet? Because it's like a fucking X-Wing, man. (laughs) You guys are out here talking about just wanting to fly fighter jets where... Now, none of you guys have even ever been behind the wheel of a of a Corvette yet. I mean, like we got to stay on the ground first, okay. guys. I don't fucking okay. care about a Corvette. I, I, Corvettes can't a Corvette. fly. Yeah. Says you. I've played GTA Five. That's Cap. Okay. You know GTA. Okay. 5 I think they did make a Corvette fly though. They did have a flying car in GTA. Some type of flying car. Yeah. Okay, so this fighter jet, right? What type of fighter jet are you guys talking here? Are you talking an F-22, F-15, F-16? What are you trying to fly? What kind of, what kind of hardware do you want behind you want this the, cockpit? I want the F-16 Tomcat. No, F-16. He had an answer queued up already. Yeah. He has been because wanting to fly was, an F-16 It was Tomcat. so awesome back in the 80s. You know, and maybe while I'm flying it, it turns into a robot like Starscream. I was about to say, like yeah. the jet that Starscream is, man. Yeah. I thought so. I thought Starscream was an F twenty two Raptor. I don't know. Looks the same. No, Starscream is an F twenty two Raptor. Do you want to? I'll look. Look it up in the Google. I swear to God, it's an F twenty two. Look it up on the Google. McDonnell Douglas F fifteen Eagle. Yeah. What? It's kind of jet that Starscream was in the original show. So it looks like. Yeah, okay. an F-15 Eagle. What about the movie? I don't know what the fuck. He's an F-22 Raptor in the movie. Nope, nope. My dad was talking about the original. I'm talking about the original. You didn't clarify that so it was the original. So neither one no, of us he, were correct. Either one's correct, all right. Neither one of us were correct. Can I, I be honest? Know. The jet that Starscream, like the jet form that Starscream has in the Bay movies looks cool with the design it is. Like his own design sucks, but like the... Mm-hmm. Fucking decal or whatever that is. It it looks kind of sick. I'm, I'm down with that. Bitching. Hey, do you think we'll get Ramjet? Uh, I, fair game. I, I don't know. Fair game. I don't know. Well, I mean... Yeah, yeah, jets are cool. I like jets. It's, I could fly a jet. The back, get back to my topic. <laughs> Because we, yeah, wild digressions. Um, I don't know. I just, there's just something about like the way people were getting excited. And I'm like, I want to see it. I want to see it. I want to see it. And I knew there would be the nostalgia stuff on it. But, um, and I, I like the movie overall. It's just, uh, it's just that, that, that trench run thing. I'm like, it's so blatant. It's just so blatant. I, th- I I don't know. I think it was cool to see something, you know, even if it was from Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're doing this with real jets here. I mm-hmm. mean, it was cool. It was well, cool. to do the thing they were actually trying to do, and I don't think they could do it. But who am I to, you know, say what these pilots, the real pilots could do? You know, I, and, and at the end of the day, it's just a matter of time before Tom Cruise, you know, Ties top got into the Mission Impossible universe anyway. So you know what? You know what we really need though? Mm. Top gun, but with tanks. Top tank? Sure. 
Did you say helicopter? Helga. <laughs> Hellfire. <laughs> no, Zach, you're no no, the one with the helicopter is Airwolf. Airwolf. I like Helis too. All right. Apache. Nice. Mm. I could fly an Apache. Blackout was cool, but you know. Blackout's I love Blackout. I could be a helicopter pilot. You can? Screaming. Get out! Hurry! Hurry! We gotta get out of here. <laughs> you gonna be an you gonna be an exfil team? I'm coming just to the LC. Just, just screaming, you know. Get you gotta get here. Stand to you the LC. You always leave right after that person that you don't like is left behind. It's like He's, get it, get it. Oh, oh, oh! Take off, take off, take off. Wait, 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 wait. You can just be that asshole it's Brad just, from Resident Evil and just take off when everyone's yeah, just, just by the zombie dogs. Yeah, just go whenever you feel like it. Fucking really. rad. That dick bag. They're like, you know, really far away. <laughs> Fucking left me at the Spencer I'm, Mansion, I'm that dickhole. I'm just gonna go. Just gonna go. Just gonna go. I don't, I don't know. I I liked um, I liked Maverick. It, it was um, I mean, it was cool. I I don't know. I, Tom's Tom Cruise still scares me. I still have a conspiracy theory that he's some immortal fucking Aztec god that retains his youth via blood sacrifice but you know nobody else seems to agree with that my favorite thing is that in South Park when uh, Tom Cruise uh, was gay so the joke was that they couldn't say it directly so what they would do is that he would leave closets and his house was full of nothing but closets so he, so Jared Fogle was there and he was like, Tom, where's your bathroom? He said, it's down the hall at the right. So he opens the door. He's like, no, no, that's a closet. No, Jared, that's a closet. No, Jared, that's a closet. It's a closet. No, no, Jared, that's a closet. And then Jared Fogle's just in the middle of a hallway with a bunch of open doors that are just closets. Mm, mm, mm. That, that classic South Tom Cruise is in my closet and he won't get out. <laughs> I, mean, Ter- I mean, Terry's on to something, honestly. Tom Cruise I'm, is in the closet? Mm, no. The tanks. <laughs> That was my idea. Oh yeah, Naveed was on I'm the side. Like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'd yeah, we, we 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 did Top Gun. I mean, jets are cool and all, but like tanks, tanks can roll over you know, people's oh, houses. Oh wait, yeah, wait. No, we've already had Top Gun with tanks. It's from Japan. Mm-hmm. It's girls in Panzer. Okay, also Tank Girl. No, that's different. That, no, that's different. Yeah, Jet Girl. My introduction to Naomi Watts. All the girls. We should watch that movie sometime. Tank Girl. I need to read the comic also. Maybe we'll watch Tank Girl. It's not a bad movie I've heard. We'll talk about it later. Who who else in that movie? Uh, Lori Petty. uh, Ice-T. Oh yeah, he plays the kangaroo. It's really weird. Yeah. No, that makeup doesn't look good. No, the makeup's not. The makeup's fine. They're mutants. Yeah, but it's uh, it's just the same time that that was going on. The body count thing was happening. <laughs> what? So the man, the man singing the song "Cop Killer" is kangaroo. Well, uh, yeah. sometimes life is cool like that. Yeah, he, at least it wasn't a uh, mutant uh, kookaburra. But I, I, I have to, uh, I have to tip my hat to uh, pitch meeting. At Ryan George, where uh, they're they're doing the pitch meeting uh, for uh, Top Gun Maverick, and he goes, "We're doing a Star Wars. We're doing a Star Wars, sir." 
So, um, so who's got what next? Zach. Oh wow! I mean, Zach is in the sack. And more of a uh, don't rhyme my name with that. That was scary. <laughs> it I have, seemed like you had had it in the pocket there for a while. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I, I, mean, I don't have anything as as impressive as Maverick was. Yeah, I, I mean, it was just some thoughts. Although. I, a closing statement I will make on your topic about mm-hmm. Maverick was that um, people really beat their dicks to that movie. And yeah. at the end of the day, I mean, the movie was good. It was fine. But Jesus Christ, people need to lay off Tom Cruise. I swear. The movie wasn't gay enough. <laughs> Not enough closets. There wasn't a lot of homoeroticism in this one. It wasn't. And I'm really sad Weird. about that. You know, because the original, really gay. We should have brought that back. So just been men playing man volleyball, looking for man ass. That scene was hot. That was, was great. That scene was great. It was great. That was great. It's just Tom Cruise, a bisexual, and his gay army of jet fighter pilots. Quite frankly, they could have made an anime from that. Yeah. How, just how, kept it like that. Yeah. That genre, that that ratio of, of color scheme right there. I'm shocked. Gay that, men in planes. Um, I'm shocked that there had, yeah. hadn't been any kind of parody. Do in, it. Get on it. In uh, Venture Brothers. I'm surprised too. Oh, like the movie they were talking about. Too. Sad and happy at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> like the community movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I right, here we go. I I got uh something to talk about with y'all. Right on, right on. Um as you are all as you are all aware. Um, the ambitious entity that is James Gunn, the man who has never gotten a haircut, mm-hmm. has announced that he will be taking over the future. What's that? Go on. But it, it seemed like you were like dirty talking to me while you, you were mouthing to me. Did you listen to last week's episode? What? You didn't listen is this your take on the uh, James Gunn thing we talked about last week? Yeah, I wanted to get in on it. Oh, okay. I don't have to do it. I can come up with something. No, 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 no. Uh, I could talk. No, 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 no. We've had a week to digest it. We can we can jump on it again. No, no. No, no, no. Now I'm beside myself. You jump on that. You know what? I am sorry for interrupting you and your flow. Jump back in. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel like such a dick right now. I'm so sorry. Me too. I'll talk about something else. Um, you guys like movies? <laughs> no, I fucking hate them. I think that whoever invented movies should burn in hell. What's a movie? Uh, it, it's a. You ever see that movie with uh fucking whoever played Smeagol in it? I forget his name right now. Andy Circus. Andy Circus. That's in World War One with all the barbed wire. Yeah, what happened to those guys should happen to the person who made movies. Oh, what's that? You know what? You know what yeah, I'm talking I, about. I've yeah. seen it. It's actually interesting. No, yeah, it's a great movie. What the hell is it? Is it No Man's Land? No, I don't think that's what it was called. Yeah, but the the sentient barbed wire. That yeah. shit was crazy. No, that movie's great. Same with Overlord. I like over. There's not a lot of war horror watch movies. Overlord. I really I liked Overlord. 
It was pretty good. You guys didn't answer my question. I, well, Naveed did because he, he yeah. fucking hates them. You like movies, Terry? I love movies. Yeah, you 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 take part in movies. Yes. Um. Okay. So, how do you guys feel about? Well, I guess it's more of a a, a niche question, but movies that you know come out forever gone, and I'm, I'm not talking about like movies that do like. 20 plus year later sequels. I'm talking about mm -hmm. um, live action films that have continued the story within an animated format. You mean like the real Ghostbusters? Mm -hmm. You mean like Beetlejuice? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I like, I like what you got going on. Hey, you mean like the Robocop Beetlejuice cartoon? Beetlejuice was interesting. Yeah, see, I, I was. Toxic Avenger cartoon? We get it. We get it. You mean the Terminator cartoon? We can think of a lot of things, can't we? The world is full of animation. You mean the droids cartoon? <laughs> he was fucking good. You mean the Evox cartoon? Lube? Uh, you mean the Star Wars Clone Wars cartoons? That's, I know, right? It's like a lot. Yeah, no, but yeah, that's that's exactly what I'm saying. I, I was actually thinking about this the other day. Um, and it's actually... Do you mean the Happy Days cartoon? Oh, I actually walk out that door. Never to return. Um, but it's funny that you brought up Clone Wars because I was watching the original Clone Wars cartoon and then like, uh, for some reason, my brother thought that it would be apparent for him to text me. Wait, which which one? Uh, 2003. Yeah, the original. Yeah, the original. Okay, okay. Yeah. I was... I was yeah, and my brother thought it'd be apparent to text me at like 8.30 at night and go, hey, Attack of the Clones is on TV. And I go, oh, okay. Anyway, because we don't talk about Attack of the Clones. I watched it, and the first half of it is okay, and then the second half of it's pretty good. Genius. Like, whenever they get to Geonosis, that's when things are good. Yeah, but that's like the end of the movie. <laughs> that's the problem. It's the last 40 minutes, <laughs> but it's a good 40 yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah, it's a good 40 minutes. Mm -hmm. It's good. But yeah. uh, it's, in like, in my earliest experience, uh, the the O3 Clone Wars was one of my very, very early introductions to Star Wars before I, like, actually realized that I like Star Wars. And just seeing it... Um, here in present day, and you know, at my age and being an older guy and not being a little tight that about that high up there, a little ankle biter, you know, I um, you appreciated it more. Oh yeah, I'm like, damn, like there was so much content and so much substance within the O3 Clone Wars, and then like they do Attack of the Clones, and like I get it to do a production like the O3 Clone Wars could have been live action. We're talking. Big, big bucks here. Mm -hmm. We're talking like economic level crash big bucks here. And, but that was also something that I learned as a lesson in moderation and realized that I have to appreciate the content that we do get live action because there is only so much that we can do live action. And we've all experienced what happens when a film gets oversaturated with CGI. Mm -hmm. It loses that sheen to it. James so, Cameron movies after 2000. Yeah. Yeah, James Cameron. Oh, that, 
you know, when, when James Cameron dies, I, I'm just going to feel bad that he thought Avatar was a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but anyway. He's just hyping it up too much. Yeah, he, he's, he's getting up there in age to be. If, if they just were like, hey, by James Cameron, Avatar would be like, cool. I just. They're hyping it so much. I, I just really. I just think James Cameron, before I get back on track, I just think James Cameron needs to stop beating around the bush with the Avatar films and just come out on Twitter and say that he's in the cat girls. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> is that funny? That, that is all I need from James Cameron is a legitimate confession instead of pumping millions of dollars into this, into these films going, Hey guys, I mean, this is great. Uh, maybe this will cover up my, my, my cat girl fetish, you know, mm-hmm. but anyway, uh, back on track. But I, well, that's whenever I realized that it's like, how, where do you find the happy medium between CGI assistance and, and live action, especially if you want to do, you know, big genre films like sci-fi that, you know, in essence need to use CGI sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, to get that message across or to set the environment or the atmosphere or the tone. Um, but, you know, like looking back on Attack of the Clones, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. you know, Attack of the Clones, it's definitely one of the worst live action Star Wars films, but there are elements in it to appreciate. I mean, some of the the planet shots are done really well. Like, like Camino, even though it's, it's a planet just in an everlasting eternal torrential downpour. I think they did a lot of Camino really, really well. Um, it's not always raining there. No, not always raining. It's raining in the movie. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, what are they? Geonosis didn't look too bad either. I mean, like there are definitely things there that were to be appreciated you know, as someone who likes partaking in, in media such as movies. And, and then you get some areas with the Clone Wars going on when you get these massive spouts of like separatist to Republic troops fighting each other. And you're like, eh, okay, everything's kind of blending together on, on one page here. You know, you, that's where you lose that substance when you have too much substance on mm-hmm. the screen at once. So um, I don't know. I, I just figured I'd give, uh, get your guys's opinions and it's like where exactly do you find that happy medium between trying to bring something that was animated to live action and maintain the the sheen and the nostalgic glow that it gave everyone whenever they were younger whereas to like now where you present it to an audience with it being live action masters of the universe Masters of the Universe. It's a great movie. It's a good example. Mm-hmm. Good one. Be fun. I hope they actually make that new one. That should have been out by now. I really hope that they stop the 3D He-Man show where they took away He-Man's himboness. He has too much clothes on. <laughs> too many clothes. Um, that man should be shirtless. He should be almost naked. He should be a tanned beach god. I don't know what the fuck it is they think they're doing. That's not the As a matter of fact, though. I think he was playing in that volleyball scene in Top Gun. <laughs> <laughs> that was Val Kilmer. What Kilmer scene? <laughs> it was Val Kilmer. Me. Yeah. So what do you think, Terry? It looks like you're uh, 
you're thunking up something. I had something, and then Naveed threw in the He-Man completely. No, you're track. thinking about <laughs> sweat, sweaty He-Man. No, I'm trying to figure out what the fuck I was trying to say. Sweaty Dolph Lundgren to the knockoff Superman theme, fighting Skeletor. <laughs> I love, oh, what's the name of the guy? Frank Langella. Frank Langella. His favorite, his, he, his favorite role. I, I love that you told me. The man me. has played Dracula. Yeah. <laughs> I love that you told me of like that podcast interviewed him, and they tried to make him say bad things. He was like, no, I fucking love this role. <laughs> had a great time. Had a great time. I mean, he just ate it up. Yeah, his whole role is just devouring scenery. How can you not have fun with that? There is a moment in the movie where, like, he's holding Evelyn's face and he's just, like, staring at her, like, he's studying her. And it's just such an, in a movie full of odd, random, why are they putting this in your things? It was just so, like, it just said so much about his character. You know? Like he's not, he's not just like you know in the cartoon where he's just like ah okay ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah ah, let's get out of here <laughs> yeah. until next time I'm gonna beat your ass he beast man uh, I think transferring something from from like an animated show to live action is pretty hard. Look how long it took them to get to the Bumblebee movie where they did Transformers right. Yeah, 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 that's definitely a really good example. I just saw something today, funny enough, where um, the reason why RC dies in uh, Revenge of the Fallen was because Michael Bay could. He's like, fuck it, I hate RC, I'm going to kill this bitch. Yeah. That was it. That was the whole reason why he killed her, which is because he could. Well, it's not like anybody going to defend a lot of what Michael Bay puts in his movies. No, it's just the thing where I'm just like, who the fuck does that? Although I do want to watch Ambulance because apparently um, <laughs> it's he's pretty is pretty restrained with a lot of the things he normally does and a lot of the complaints people would have. And apparently it's it's decent. It's a decent flick. Are we talking like Island decent or Armageddon decent? Uh, I think it's his own little animal. I don't like that non-specificity. It's a pet project. <laughs> yeah. It's a pet project. He, 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 Michael Bay wanted to see if, if, if he did truly have restraint. Well, it like he, he wanted didn't to see how many camera skin spins he can make around Jake Gyllenhaal. Well, it, it was basically filmed towards the end of the pandemic and, you know, had a lot of restrictions. So I think that somebody like him, even like Fincher, you give him some restrictions and they're so much better. Yeah. Like when he did the island, like I like the island. I always, I always thought good. it was a cool movie. Yeah. Um, and he had some restraint in that. Well, he didn't have as much restraint as he should have had, but uh, he was a little more restrained. And then it's just like after that, he was just like. I just, uh, yeah, I mean, I still to this day, I don't, I don't know what Michael Bay was trying to do with Transformers. He wanted to get Peter Collin to say things. Uh, you just, he wanted to get Leonard Nimoy back, but not to play Galvatron. Yeah. Oh, 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 one moment, uh, they, they fall to Earth, and it's like, holy shit, there's, there's robots that can transform into vehicles. But then they were here the whole time. And, and, and then they were like, actually, They've been here for a long time. So and why the, the fuck did they crash the Earth? And then Age of Extinction, they're like, well, actually, they've been here for a long the time. The <laughs> Earth was seeded, and then 
they were dinosaurs. They, they've actually been here since the beginning. They they were here before us. Did you know the bumblebee fought Nazis? What the fuck are you talking about? It's like, did you guys know that bumblebee actually was the one that blew up Hitler's bunker? And it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and now we get to the sniper elite four mission where bumblebee kills hitler i legitimately tried to get something like i i did i remember this i was so frustrated this day like i woke up early with this idea i'm like all right i'm gonna do a transformers marathon and i'm gonna see <laughs> is is there some like secret in here that michael bay is trying to tell me and i watch you know from the first one all the way through uh age of extinction and then i'm like i i I got nothing i don't i don't get it i don't get it it was like each each movie was like a module in D. &D. it's like oh there's that one oh there's that one done well we got dinosaurs in this one but they're (laughs) but they're not in that one I mean, and then like like King Arthur and shit. Who like, the fuck was that? And it's like, wait the a minute. Fuck was that? I was like, wait, fucking Anthony Hopkins and yeah, this bullshit. And they're like, wait, wait, wait a minute. There were transformers that were part of the round table. Mm. What? And then there was like, wait a minute. Cybertron is is coming and is gonna like turn Earth and like part of Cybertron. Unicron's a chick. Unicron's a chick. Why? <laughs> why? Why is? Why, why, why is Optimus Prime's eyes purple? Is, is he like? But let's not forget. Why do they keep dragging the most poor Peter Cullen into this? Out of all of the Transformers movie, the thing where it's like, why is this in the movie? Because whenever they all. made Galvatron back no, in no, the Megatron, no no, 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 no. What is in the oh, Transformers yeah. movies that should not be in the fucking the Romeo and Juliet law bullshit? <laughs> they spend. They way too much time so long on, on this that. they could have just said yeah this is my adult daughter hey All man they had i don't to do like you dating my she daughter was 18 and then move on then didn't mm-hmm. you have to have anything they didn't have to do that oh but no that man carried it in a fucking wallet i thought sir uh, why are you kissing that underage girl actually let me show you what no don't pull out your gun no 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 it's okay don't pull out your gun no i actually have a reason no, 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 you don't have to call for backup. Don't pull out your gun. No, there's actually a reason as to why I'm kissing this underage girl. Fucking. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I thought you were going to talk about the I'm scene. Beat Michael Bay. I thought you were going to talk about the scene yeah. where Sam uh, gets really sexually harassed by this, uh, this, this tiny Asian man who uh, has something. Deep Wang. who has a very warm piece of paper in his pants and then proceeds to take the piece of paper out put it against sam's nose and then just kind of like sensually (laughs) string it across his face no and he's like do you know what this is do do you you know i thought you were going to talk about one either whenever Megan Fox got her leg humped by a robot, or two. Steve Buscemi is a robot. Uh, or two. Whenever, um, fucking, the star of Even Stevens, Shia LaBeouf, got megatonged by a transformer. Another thing that they didn't address. 
Another thing that they did not address. It's like, wait, 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 wait. There are Transformers that can turn into people? Oh, and also Transformers having testicles and the need to urinate. So can Transformers have sex is the question now. I think Michael Bay is trying to say that Transformers can do whatever they want to do. Michael Bay makes movies for 12 bucks. I think he either is making the straightest movies ever or the most gay movies ever sometimes. But Michael Bay was awesome in what? Mystery. Can we take the brewskis? Sure. You can take the brewskis. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying, guys. Just we saying. should watch Mystery Men sometime. The movie's fucking great. It is. It's so it is good. good. It's so good. It is pretty good. I, I just before before we move on, I, I just you know what? I'm just going to go out and say it. Because any time that I think about Transformers mm-hmm. and, and what Michael Bay was, you know, apparently it was, it was a concept film. That's what he'll say. It was, hey, a, con- it was a concept what movie. What a concept. It was a concept movie. I, I still want to know what happened with War for Cybertron. That's really all we needed mm-hmm. was War for Cybertron. No, that game was so fucking good. That's... Ah, that's what I'm saying. Oh War God. for Cybertron was so Fall of awesome. Cybertron, those games are awesome. It was so good. And then you're like, oh, you don't have to worry about We could about- have had a franchise of video games yeah. with that shit. Yeah, and it's like, you don't have to worry about, like, it's like, oh, are these, are these Autobots or Decepticons? It's like, no, it doesn't fucking matter because they all look pretty similar. It, it, what happened with War for Cybertron? That's all we needed. Mm. That movie would have been good because you, mm. you can put as many explosions as you want in there because it's war. But, you know, when you do a scene on a crowded highway and you have Decepticons blowing up minivans because 99% of the time they have a family in it, mm-hmm. so it makes them look evil. And the fucking Predator is there for some reason. Yeah, let's address that. Let's address the fucking Predator Decepticon. Okay. That guy was pretty cool. No, that guy was cool. That but guy why the fuck is he here? And why is it that the Decepticons look evil? Why do so Autobots know look who good? The good guys and bad guys are? Yeah, but they did that with a very simple thing: color schemes. Bad guys are mostly grays, greens, and purples. Good guys are reds, blues, and whites. Good, good guys. Good guys get blue and, and green. Uh, bad guys get red. What about purple? Well, you might just get a purple. <laughs> you might just get purple. <laughs> <laughs> it is purple. It is purple. Never, never talked about Energon. Never talked about why Transformers are even alive. Never talked about. Never talked about the fact that Optimus Prime was infected with Dark Energon. Never mm-hmm. talked about that ever. And you know, it if was they, so easily changed. You know, if they yeah. just said that Megatron was trying to harvest Earth for its resources, it would have made everything go okay. You, you know, I I watched the last night. It was just. It was just Amazon Prime. It's on Amazon Prime, and I'm like, "Fuck it, I'll watch it." And uh, I put it on. I have no idea what happened in that movie. Oh yeah, I, oh yeah. <laughs> no, no, never. Nothing, nothing stuck out to me at all. No, it's no, just uh, yeah. Mark Wahlberg going, "Optimus, Optimus, hey, hey, Optimus, 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 say hey to your mother, so baby, let, okay? Let's 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 talk. My about daughter's the fact not here that, anymore, Optimus. Let's talk about the fact that uh, Mark Wahlberg's characters from Texas." But he talks like this. Talks like a fucking Bostonian. He he moves. Sounds like he's from Boston. Hey, he moves around. Yeah. Hey, yeah. hey, you from Texas? Howdy, how you doing? You want to go see the rodeo later? Never, 
never talked about why never talked about why Optimus Prime is called Optimus Prime, even though he's not even technically a prime. He was kind of made a prime by force. You know, I, he was prime force. He's a transformographizer. <laughs> he's a what? <laughs> he's a transformographer. What'd you say? He's a transformographizer. I don't know. He came up with a new word. Have you guys not what seen that? What a Tinder bio. Have you not no. seen that oral nuts video? No. Oh my God, I'll, I'll show it to you No, later. you said that so fluently, like it's a real word. That's what was funny. because I've seen the video so many times. It, I would say I, so. I, I would say so. The transfer well, of advisors. Oh, before we move on, I, 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 like, I still feel like a dick. Um, I would really love to hear uh, your take on uh, James Gunn's announcements since uh, you weren't able to to be here last time. I, I really, honest, 100% honestly, do want to know. You feel that bad? I, you have no idea. Like, it's eating at me. But no. <laughs> you think I'm, like, mad at you or something? No, no. Yeah, I, I'm not like, upset. I just feel like a dick about it. Um, No, I, I just... I mean, in reality, this was uh, pretty much going to be a uh, a long artistically drawn out um i told you so moment because um i've been saying for years quite frankly ever since wonder woman came out the first wonder woman that i was like this isn't going to work out and they need to use because that was like one of the first occasions when they even announced the concept for a flash film mm -hmm. with ezra miller mm -hmm. and I was like, okay, this isn't going to work out. They need to do Flashpoint and reset the timeline. And knowing now, confirmation-wise, that they are going to do Flashpoint and reset the timeline, I'm like, holy shit. James Gunn took my advice. <laughs> and I, I don't even talk to him that much, really. Or <laughs> like at all. You know, but I, I think... Um, oh, one second, V. You're good. I think just... Looking at the the preliminary roster for films to come out, I, I think it might not be too bad of a run. I don't know. Just D, the DCEU is just really in shambles right now. And it not even really was just to the fault of like the development of the films or people involved, such as like you know, directors and, and producers. It was just there was such a a convoluted really murky idea of what they wanted to do and just i don't I like i don't know what was going on with the fan community it just everyone for years really jumped on dc's back and like it showed in the films i mean there was just no there was no passion there was no love there was no consideration um it just was really complacent. And just honestly, looking back, just a lot of the films are just really weird. Like they don't connect anywhere. Like they, they made them their own thing. But mm -hmm. if we're doing a DCEU, you want all the films to kind of connect in some manner. Right. But to kind of set a lot of the individual characters on their own islands of films and, and isolate that ideology of branching out into this massive timeline project like Marvel's doing. I mean, Marvel has the next couple phases planned up to like eight, I think. So 
I, think, I don't know. I, I think James Gunn, and here's here's my bad take on it. Here's why I think that it could potentially fail. It's because James Gunn, I, I don't know if you guys have been keeping up with any of his Twitter posts or, or what he's been saying in interviews, but he seems to have a little bit of a God complex right now as if he's going to save the DC universe. And he's like, oh my, these these films that I'm, I'm writing with, my my team and I, we've, we have a really good idea. We we got a good direction to go. This is like, all right, James. All right. I don't think he's got a god complex. I think the man's just excited to be working on what he's working on. Well, I think that um, it, a lot of it's going to be um, if he's not selling what he's working on, then people are going to be like, mm, he doesn't seem really that into it. I just, <clears throat> I want him. I want him to be excited about this. I mean, this is really excited, especially mm-hmm. to take over a massive project such as DC. Mm-hmm. But you, you know, as someone who makes movies, you have to hype it up, of course, most mm-hmm. definitely. You have to get people on board with the concept. But at the same time, you're steering the ship. And how you steer the ship will, you know, catch on to other people of how they're going to ride it. And if you, build these films up too much and they don't, you know, stand up to par with expectation. People are going to be like, I fucking knew this was going to fail. So in other words, I guess, you know, James, if you're listening, like, bud, like, I really need you to like, like just kind of chill out a little bit. I mean, I know you're excited. I'm excited too. I want to see what happens with this, but just, you also have to remember that like, all this is new. Uh, and, it's going to be, um, you know, going to be interviewed left and right. And, you know, you're going to get different snippets from different things. Oh, absolutely. And people are going to scrutinize this like crazy. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, most definitely. Especially the I, Snyder Dick Riders. Snyder Dick Riders. No, I, I mean, like, this project is massive. I mean, this is highly, this is going to be highly political. For James Gunn. And that, that's another thing that he's he's going to have to be prepared for. To You know, like you were saying before, like interviews left and right. Like mm-hmm. he, he's going to be in the boxing ring, you know. And I like, like, again, like I love, I love DC, you know. Like I don't, I don't base my perception of DC just primarily off the movies. Like the Snyder Dick writers do. We don't support the Snyder Dick writers. We love all films. I'm not saying that Zack Snyder makes inherently bad movies or that people who like his movies are wrong. I'm just saying people need to get off their high horse as if he made the perfect movies. He didn't. He made movies that had stuff in them that didn't make sense. I'm going to point this out. That death scene with John Kent is dumb. We can do. Got to bring in John Kent. I got to bring up that bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) no no i I realized something recently and that's that probably um (laughs) clark could hear his horrible death in the tornado oh god clark oh no oh god it changed my mind oh sweet jesus oh jesus christ save me yeah I don't. I don't know why they wanted to make people think that he just. You just die instantly to win right now. No, you do not. It's like what? What is this? Some like sentient level, like tornado? Is it? 
is it is it the tornado titan from hercules <laughs> that would have been cool that you can say is it the scary clouds is it the scary <laughs> clouds are scary is it the scary clouds it's the it's the cumulonimbus, and we're gonna have the most terrifying the uh, planet eater is the most terrifying thing in the universe. Clouds, what? Everybody, look out! Now, if you guys uh, look at my hand here, you'll notice that this is the uh, perpetual uh, conceptual talking stick being passed. Over to Naveen. Well, well, before before you pass that sticker, I'm gonna to take Naveen. it back for a second. Um, out of everything, and I've had time to think about this, and you know, Naveed, you uh, you can uh, throw your your thoughts in. Um, what are you looking forward to out of everything announced? Like, like film wise, or everything all together, TV shows, all that. Um. That's a good, that's a good question. Actually, I think I still have my best on my list here. Well, while you do that, so, uh, I'm going to yeah, throw yeah, yeah. Naveed. Naveed, uh, you've had some time to to gestate. Uh, Supergirl movie. Supergirl. Yeah, I'm excited about Supergirl. Okay. I don't know. I haven't read much Supergirl. I like Supergirl. She's cool. Well, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure we're all excited about the Swamp Thing. That's going to be pretty cool too. We might get uh, I'm actually like the more I think about it, the more I'm really, really interested in this Green Lantern show. That's going to be pretty cool. I, I'm telling you, if they have it to where, you know, John is a rookie and Hal is like a veteran who's like a bit more grizzled about mm. it, I think it'd be really cool. It'd be, it'll be, it'll be interesting. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, that was actually one of two. Cause I, there were two that I, um, <clears throat> I just couldn't remember the name of the, the second one, but lanterns was one that I was definitely excited for. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other one was to see what, uh, what they're going to be doing with Swamp Thing. Uh, cause Swamp Thing, I get Swamp Thing out there more. Mm-hmm. Do you realize that not a lot of people even know what Swamp Thing is? Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people know about the man thing and that they must wear the touch of him. You gotta be wearing the touch of the man thing. Wear the touch of the man thing. You know, I'll even go further. Not a lot of people even know that you can't even kill the Grimace. Nothing can kill, kill the Grimace. Nothing can kill the Grimace. <laughs> can the virus kill the Grimace? Nothing can, Nothing kill, can the kill the Grimace. Grimace. No more questions. <laughs> this press conference is over. <laughs> this, pre- this press conference is over. All right, uh, yeah, no. Um, lanterns, I, I was like super excited whenever I saw the slate for Lanterns. Because I'm like, oh, I can't remember the last time that I saw a Green Lantern show come out recently. So um, mm-hmm. I'm excited for that. 2013, I want to say, with a cartoon. Yeah. I was a little squirt. I was like, like that tall. They had their own buddy cop show with Kilowog and Hal, and that was great. Buddy cop. Dude, they had fucking Kilowog. Buddy cop. They better bring back Kilowog or I'm going to kill somebody. Oh, Wog. (laughs) 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 The confusion on your face. You're just like, that's the episode right there. Kill somebody or Wog. (laughs) Kill somebody or Wog. I mean, yeah, that was that was uh, that was what I got. Naveen, the the talking stick has been passed to you. What do you what do you got for us today, bud? So I've been playing a game which has become one of my favorite video games recently. Mm-hmm. Control. Okay. 
I have multiple versions of this game. I remember hearing about the game. I remember that you were pretty excited about it, but I was mm -hmm. like, guys, ah, I haven't heard anything about it. It might be all right. And then I finally sat down and played it. And I was like, holy shit, this is fucking awesome. Mm -hmm. And in the way that like the map changes around and the fact that it's got such a heavy SCP inspiration, it's really good. It's really cool. Acting in it's great. It's got a lot of neat little humor. It's very odd at times, but also very like blunt in things. So it's cool because like SCP, there are things that don't seem dangerous, but are actually extremely dangerous. Mm -hmm. And the main character in it's great too. Her name's Jesse Faden. And she whenever she was younger, her and her brother found this slide projector that could open doorways to dimensions whenever it projected onto things. And this uh, government group called the Federal Bureau, Bureau of Control basically swooped in, wrapped up the whole th thing and took her brother. So she goes there to find her brother. And once she gets there, the whole place is a mess because of this thing called the hiss which has killed people and is taking over the oldest house, which has got a house of leaves feel to it in which it's gigantic and seemingly there is no definite space to it and there are rooms that should not exist within the spaces that are available. Mm. Good comparison. Cool. I like that. Yeah. Cool. Nice. It's. It reminds me of somewhere else. Doctor Who? My basement? The hotel. Yeah. Some weird things that happen here. Yeah. Some really weird things. Yeah, like the uh, game control. You know, there are floppy disks here that will give you the power to throw shit with your mind. Yeah. 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 It's cool because the way that you get powers in this game is that you find like these artifacts and they're called objects of power oops or oops for short basically um so when you do something with it you go oops i did it again but these are like objects that do things like one is something that makes like infinite clocks so they have like a whole section of the facility that's closed off because there's just this thing that keeps making clocks and then in control, there are also these things called uh, AWEs, which is Altered World Events, which are events in which paranatural forces interlude upon perceived reality. And this can be something like the oldest house, which is just making seemingly infinite rooms or something that opens to a completely different dimension or something that alters time. Uh, there's one that's a mirror, which sends you to a reversed reality where everything is backwards. Um, if you actually speak while there, you talk backwards. Very cool. And actually, whenever I went into the mirror dimension, because this is like a little side quest that you do um, to fight a mirror version of yourself. Whenever I went in there, I whole ass was expecting for them to switch the controls around to where the right stick would control your movement and then the left stick would control uh, 
your camera. They didn't, but I was very much expecting for them to reverse things That'd there. Be cool. It would have been interesting. It would have made people mad. It would have, <laughs> but I would have been like, oh, you bastards. They're just not true gamers. <laughs> I, I would have been like, oh, no. It's so it's hard so to do these. So the games is difficult. There are a lot of times, but it's a lot of fun in that difficultness too. Yeah. Because you have like powers, like I said, because in addition to a magic gun, which can turn into different kinds of guns, um, that is infinite bullets. You also have magic powers that allow you to throw things at people. You can fly. It's great. I heard, the I heard that one, Zach. Yeah. That was a loud noise. I'm broken. That was very loud. Um, I'm dying, apparently. It's really cool, getting though. older, bud. Mm -hmm. And it's a neat thing, too, of like the way that they operate in the building, too, is they have to use very low technical equipment. So a lot of stuff from like the 70s and 80s and stuff. Yep, they have used the uh, analog technology. They have a lot of, like I said, floppy disks, uh, projectors, stuff like that. It's just really neat how it's all done. Did you finish Control? I have not finished it yet. Okay, I I'm, can't. I'm still working my way through it. I'm kind of like half playing through the story, half doing side quests. I'm just like, this is really I fun. I am really, really glad that I asked you that first because I yeah. was going to like definitely spoil something yeah, with, do the, not. with the reason why they have to use analog technology. Do not do that. Please. Yeah, no, I, no, that's why I asked. So I can. I do believe they're doing a sequel. They are doing a sequel. And it's yes. actually, the game is in the same universe as Alan Wake, apparently. Yes, yes it is. And it's made by the same people. And now I want yes. to get yes, the remaster is. of Alan Wake, which is fairly cheap on Amazon. Alan Wake happened before the control. Yes. You have Alan Wake? I have Alan Wake and I have Alan Wake American Nightmare. Huh. Alan Wake happens before control. And there is a clear cutscene in the game where you actually see where control technically starts. But I can't tell you that either. Yes, I... I'm going to have to play Alan Wake, actually. You know, maybe, maybe I'll buy that sometime here. So. Just order the game. Control. Been a bit since I play, I play Control. I didn't really jive with Control. Uh, it was too, it was too like portal meets dead space type thing. And I, I didn't really jive with that. I love the experience that Control took me through because the story is Awesome, no, love love control. Story. Absolutely, is awesome. The the gameplay itself, I don't see. For me, I, I think the reason why I, sh I was struggling to really like latch onto it is because, like like for me, it, control was a little bit too easy for me. So I got done with it a lot faster than I thought I would, and that that kind of pissed me off because when I finished the game, I was like, hmm, that's it. What? Okay, they better do a sequel. And then whenever, I, yeah, whenever I read that they were uh, they were going to be doing a sequel to Control, that was cool. But um, the but don't listen to me. I mean, like, don't base your opinion off a video game just because of um, you know difficulty. I mean, you can change that up. I mean, just overall, um, like again, like the experience and. Uh, the way that the story's told and, and the whole concepts behind the the multi-dimensional space that is like the facility that you're in it's fucking awesome and um again like you mentioned before it being connected with alan wake alan wake love love alan wake i have not seen anything of alan wake i've only heard of alan wake and i know nothing about it. that's alan wake. honestly 
really awesome. Just, just go right into it. I know that there's just, play it. just like something with the darkness and stuff. And there is a mission about Alan Wake in control. That's mm-hmm. pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. Shared, shared universe. And, and they actually kind of connected it with the same amount of subtlety that they kind of did with, um, Assassin's Creed and watchdogs because, um, in Assassin's Creed 4, Black Flag, I think Andreas is his name, the the CEO at Abstergo. He you, like you meet him at the beginning, like you play Black Flag, like you meet him at the beginning yeah. of the game. Then he like disappears for the rest of the game. And then if you play Watchdog, well, no, is it? Where's it? Where's it Watchdog? Where's it AC? I don't know. I think it's Watchdogs. Um one of the missions in watchdogs is to assassinate that guy and you're like oh shit that's fucking cool that's neat yeah it was that is so awesome that you're playing control yeah i love i honestly i love that for you quite frankly I, i think i really think that'd be a game that you would just thrive with I am thriving with it like I said it's become one of my favorite video games and I honestly recommend it to anyone listening it's really good and I love the weirdness of it and it's not like in a way of like to David Lynch but it's like Twin Peaks yeah where it's got that weirdness but there's still enough there for you to be like okay I see what's mm-hmm. going on here I can understand this yeah no 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 um right I, I mean, honestly in in that instance continue the direction that you're doing uh you know finish control and then start alan wake and then you'll see some of the you know the shared universe elements inside of it it's cool because whenever i played through control um for the first time i didn't know that it was connected to alan wake and then whenever the alan wake remaster came out i like got it on playstation and then played through that and then I started noticing things in Alan Wake. And I was like, wait a minute. That... And then I looked it up. And I'm like, no shit. Oh, we love games. <laughs> we yeah. love games. Um, I'm wondering if it's all connected to their one game that has Iceman in it. From uh, the original X-Men movies. Was it Quantum Break or something like that? That sounds right. Yeah. That might be it. I think that's the name of the game. There... I think it was all right. Yeah, there's a... I did watch a, while we're still on control, I I did watch a YouTube video, uh, Lord, I think, fuck, probably been like two years ago, three years ago, maybe. Uh, Do you remember the game Prey? Yeah. You remember Prey? Bethesda, uh, Prey, right? Or do you mean the original Prey with the aliens, Native American spirits? No, the Bethesda, the, okay. the one up on the on the space station. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the apparently this guy made like this hour and a half YouTube video um based off the oh wait no, maybe it was two years ago or I don't remember when the Moon Crash DLC came out for Prey. But he ba- he based it off that. And I guess there were some there were certain elements within the Moon Crash DLC that apparently he was saying were connecting prey to control and Alan Wake. Hmm. Control more so from the multi-dimensions 
within and then certain details presented within the moon crash dlc itself saying that it is possible that these creatures came from the dimension from the facility in control but that's so loose and quite frankly far-fetched but you know i I like when people make conspiracy like conspiracy theory videos on on certain games i mean if you really want to Mm -hmm. you could connect fucking 30 game stories in the oh, one timeline absolutely. and be like, you be probably like there's could. there's this and this mm-hmm. which is connected to this which connects to this because this person this this. married this person mm-hmm. and in this game you read a letter that guess whose last name it is it was this person from mm-hmm. this game well in this game they said that somebody was talking to roger and remember roger from that same company uh, uh, he's in this game yeah. so it's obviously they're talking about him even though he's not a, ever shown but that's obvious what's, what's going on we'll see in the next game where they're all connected yeah and then, then it's this. never connected it's like well it, you know they're they're just trying not to be so obvious absolutely absolutely <laughs> no it's cool I, I mean and and uh one of the connections like one of the biggest games that have the the most like like pretty much the reality of the game itself is revolved around theories and and just taking the small little nuances from each of the games it, it's it's zelda i mean you mm-hmm. can find hours and hours worth of theory videos on you know like what this one thing could be in this one area and there's so much blatant evidence throughout many games that can be like yeah that thing is that thing but Nintendo will never come out directly or any of the directors or any the of the producing team would come out and say, yeah, that thing is that thing. You were right. Because that's that's the beauty about Zelda is pulling your own ideas from what you see. Mm-hmm. And then that's that is the magic of the game is is looking at something and being like, hey, this kind of looks like this was from this. And that that's what you do and it's just fun little fun little easter egg hunt you know fun, yeah, i happen fun. to notice something lately you seem like you're a big zelda fan I don't, you, well, is this true <laughs> this true is this true <laughs> these these allegations correct um yeah I, <laughs> I, here I, I will answer this i will answer this i'll tell you this okay i think zelda is pretty damn cool he's pretty damn cool Tight. It's gonna be pretty cool whenever the uh, Breath of the Wild sequel comes out. Oh, Tears of the Kingdom's gonna break records. I'm telling you right now, They're probably. Yeah. Why do you Why do you think no one ever releases any video games in the same month that a Zelda game comes out? Because <laughs> it will steamroll that game. Well, you know they did try with uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, it didn't work well. I mean, they still were able to make a sequel, but you know, it just was. Didn't do as well, but yeah, control is awesome. Honestly, it's it's really cool. Control is really neat. It's also one of those games too that like you don't even need to know anything about it. You could see someone playing it, you'd be like, "What the hell is th- what the fuck is that? A backwards dog? What this what? Is that a is that a chicken? I think one of my favorite missions is that was an the duck? fridge mission. The fridge. Oh, you played that one? Yeah, the fridge mission. That one's cool. It's so cool. That one's cool. I'll just say the start out for you, Dad. There is a man in this one sector who has to watch a fridge mm. 
We don't know why, but he is really scared of this fridge and says that he can't stop watching this fridge. Uh, I'm not going to say any more in case you... Uh, what if he's got a poopies? Well, there's a bucket in there. I think, oh, I know, think there actually was a bucket in there. <laughs> All you need to know, Terry, is that there is a reason why he's watching that fridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is a reason. Yeah, so it's really cool. Play control if you have it. I, I have multiple versions of control. But do you have the disc? I have the disc. I have huh. the uh, PlayStation download. I have it on my PC twice. We've established that Terry will buy and buy and buy games and never play them. Mm. Well, he's getting them for free. There's certain games that I just... I got control for free. He now I might ask you, Papa, for that physical copy just so I can have that physical copy. Oh. What do you what do you have as collateral? I I think the I think the physical copy I have is just the regular game, not the ultimate. I know. You could you could always leave your finger with Terry for control. I get the knife. No, 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 no. I want you to pick your nose. Oh. Oh. Okay. Then you can't pick your nose. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Say that That's again. Very specific. <laughs> I thought you were going to take the middle finger so I can't flip people no. off. But okay. You think Naveed only picks his nose with his index finger? I mean, the, the only other one you could use is the pinky, but the pinky doesn't do any work. The pinky just doesn't it doesn't get get the job done. That's very specific. Pinky's like the trowel, though. And I like yeah. how specific that is. So I want to touch on something that uh, we touched on a little bit last week. You want to touch um, something? And I would like to speak about the uh, the pluses of, and this shouldn't take all that long, I'm going to assume, because we all have uh, things that we uh, can just kind of go over real quick. But um, the benefits of uh, crowdfunding stuff. Yes. Naveed has a couple of his crowdfunding things. Yes. Continue, sir. Mm-hmm. I can't bear. I don't think I've even seen that. What? That. This? Yeah. I've definitely shown you it. I don't think I've seen that. I definitely have shown you it. I opened it up because I. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 You just haven't seen the box. I. I don't remember the box, but I, I've definitely seen everything in this there. I don't okay. take it out of the box. I don't put it on the shelf with the rest of my RPG books. So, uh, obviously, Naveed, you are addicted to RPG books and RPG games. It is an actual addiction. Yeah. Um, it's an expensive addiction, too. It is a very expensive I addiction. I can speak for myself. That is, this is the first time me seeing this avatar. That's yes. pretty awesome. Yes. I, I got the... Uh, special uh edition for the avatar uh <laughs> rpg uh book so i got the edition where it has the special cover and you could choose to have either uh cora or ang on the front and i chose cora on the front and it comes with the of course the holographic momo with real fur i got a map i didn't even order the map but i got a free map with it and it's cool cool yeah Cheap Lynn, but you know, uh, cool. how about you, Zach? What's what's uh, what's some crowdfunded things you've got? Oh, I also have the Blade Runner RPG here, yes. And what kind of sparred this on is uh, last week, uh, before we started recording, I received my 
based on the more real thing RPG. Oh, you did? Yes. You got it? Yes. Nice. So I'll go first uh, and say I just purchased my probably most... Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. This this is probably going to be the most expensive crowdfunded thing I've ever purchased in my life. I did buy the entirety of the Elden Ring Kickstarter RPG that's coming out. Oh, fancy! Reminds yeah. me, I need to get the uh, the fucking uh, Dark Souls RPG sometime. I know it's just basically a setting book, but you know. Oh yeah, and, and let me tell you, um. $540 later. <laughs> it's, it's a fucking roller coaster. Um, what else do I have? Um, actually, a lot of the shit that I... A lot of the shit that I have, I probably haven't even shown you guys. Uh, it was the Elden Ring things ordered. I got the Stifling Dark the other week. Um, what else did I get? Let me check my, let me check my Kickstarter. I got, I got stuff that's either in route or it's in my house and I don't know where it and I don't know where it's at. I hope it's not the the latter because I like those games are all 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 three of us here agree. These games are not cheap. They're not cheap and these are some of the best quality games you can ever get and these are all made by most of the time a small group of people. Mm-hmm. And they come out fucking phenomenal. Yeah, yeah like, you know. Well, because they're made by, you know, for the most part, uh, gamers who who want quality. Made by gamers. Yeah. For gamers. That's what I mean. By gamers, for gamers. Naveed is showing us his map for the Blade Runner. Free League is, is awesome. probably my favorite company who makes RPGs. They're making a Walking Dead RPG. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty excited on that. Makes so other than uh, have you guys got anything other than uh, RPG books? No, I'll be honest, I haven't. Ah, that's yeah, cool. that's the three. I got. Oh, sorry, got excited. RPG got, books are kind of the only thing I'm willing to spend hundreds of dollars on. Yeah, the the Elden Ring uh, RPG, uh, the the Stifling Dark. Shocked that hasn't <laughs> arrived yet. I'm shocked that you're the Elden Ring. <laughs> I'm shocked too. That was fucking expensive. Yeah. I didn't want to buy it in its entirety, but it kept, and they were like, oh, was like, fuck, it's so much cheaper in America mm-hmm. than it is in Europe. Because in Europe, it's like 800 bucks for the whole thing. Mm. I'm like, damn, dude. I'm like, because like I would add something and like I, I would add something and then like a, a like an expanse module. And mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck, it was like, it's got like some of the dragons from Elden Ring. It's got like some some bosses that aren't mm-hmm. the main. I'm like, oh, man, I like that one. And then I'm like, oh, I like that boss. <laughs> then they, <laughs> and then they had Malekith yeah. in one of the DLCs too. And I'm like, fuck, I like that boss. I'm like, wait a minute. I pretty much like all the goddamn bosses in the game. And then I realized, I'm like, well, I'm going to have to buy all of it. And then I just um, pre-ordered the Expanse Dragon Tooth. <laughs> The expanse, the wagon tooth. Oh, let me see it. It's the expanse. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. I need to get the uh, the expanse RPG also. Um, you'd I'll, like that. You would like that one. The expanse. Oh, yeah, oh, I've started reading like the it. books. I very much like the expanse. I like how the rockets are too. We'll have to talk expanse sometime. 
rockets are cool. It's really neat that they have them to where they launch uh, vertically, where they fly horizontally. Yeah, and it's so, like a, it's like a vertebrate. A vertebrate. <laughs> so, um, yeah, like, like it's just there's so many things that pop up. Of course, an RPG game based on Faith No More songs and lyrics. Uh, well, albums and lyrics. Uh, they're going to be doing another one for the next two Faith No More albums after the real thing for Angel Dust and King for a Day Full for Life. Um, I don't know if the plan is to do a book per album. That'd be interesting. Oh man, doesn't a King um, for a Day Full for a Life have one of my favorite songs on it, Motherfucker? No, that's uh, Soul Invictus. Oh, okay. That was the last album they put out so far um hopefully we get more yeah so like everything comes out really quality um it all go you know they they make whatever money they make but it really goes for the printing costs of this stuff and i think like a lot of the stuff you you know you find you know you know, not to get into the controversy of whatever they're doing, but like the Dungeons and Dragons stuff, like the books are just very pretty uniform. They are pretty bare bones. They don't, they don't really seem like, uh, like they're like, we got to get the book out, you know, and they're trying to cut every cost they possibly can. Unless but, there's something in a book that I actually want, I probably will not get it from Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. Unless it's like one of the 5e, like third party stuff, which I very much hope people are still able to get. Mm-hmm. There's some really nice third party stuff out there. Like recently, I got the Critical Role uh, third party book. It's the campi- campaign guide for Taldori. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I also got the Adventures in Rokugan, uh, Legend of, or uh, is it, uh, Five Rings, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I got that one, and they're both pretty cool books. Both have their own little things in there, and and like crowdfunding has been great for comic artists. It has been, as um, we remember, with the it, uh, Dave Wachter. Unfortunately, I I still haven't got the Guns of Shadow <laughs> after all these years. Um, so yeah, the, the Guns of Shadow Valley book is really cool because it, it it looks like a, a, a an old photo album, like length. And the pages are very cinematic. Mm-hmm. Um, for anybody who doesn't know what uh, Guns of Shadow Valley is, it's kind of like uh, the Justice League, but in the Old West. So it's pretty cool. Um, but a friend of ours, DJ Kaufman, he did one for his uh, um, Hero by Night book. Um, a podcast I listened to for many years. Um now playing they they did a book and it, it got delayed 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 a lot for a, a bunch of different reasons and for reasons that like they had admitted that they didn't know this thing and that thing and this thing and that thing and it was kind of a learning as they were going uh but they they got that out um uh, dave wachter did uh, another kickstarter he did it for uh, a portraits book um mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. It's just uh, portraits of um, like inspirational people that he had done, and then uh, you got the two Sal Abenanti books. Um, 
uh, the hostage, and then uh, Atomica. So I got those. And those are so good. You know, the quality of them is amazing. It's it, it really is amazing. I, you know, as someone that's been buying, you know, crowdfunded things for years, it quality never dips. Mm-hmm. It's it, always it's always assured mm-hmm. that what you are getting is what we are. Well, the, what, the, we're, what we're displaying. What I've been noticing is everything's getting better. Oh yeah, yeah. Because people are starting to get a little, little savvier with it. Like they start to understand. Oh, we can do this. We can do this. Like the uh, Faith No More book, uh, the Real Thing book. It's a smaller book. At first, I was like, "Oh, that's a lot smaller than I thought." And then I looked at it. I'm like, "This is really cool." Because it 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 reminds me of like notebooks and stuff I had in high school. Mm-hmm. And that is kind of when the time period that the the book takes place in. So it just kind of just a little extra something for me. Yeah. And, and like, we definitely encourage all of you guys listening to, to definitely check out uh, crowdfunding projects. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are so many. Out you, there. And I think there, there is a large percentage of people that would make, you know, big things such as like Kickstarter just made out to be mm-hmm. just like primarily only for games. That is not true. There, mm-hmm. there are things on Kickstarter anywhere from there, uh, books, music projects, music, uh, yeah, music projects. Um, Amanda but, Palmer, I did, I crowdfunded one of hers. Yeah, yeah. There, there is, uh, there's things for, um, even like novels from from solo authors mm-hmm. to to help get published. Yeah. There's things for, I mean, fuck, comic books, uh, CDs, vinyls. I mean, mm-hmm. pretty much anything that you can think of. Mm-hmm. That is that is physical media. Tell them Steve Dave crowdfunded a uh, a vinyl. Dan, do that. Yeah, you're gonna do that. We need to get on Kickstarter. We need to get something crowdfunded. What, what, what do you guys want to crowdfund? Well, once we get bigger, we can do we'll, something we'll, with we'll Kickstarter. We'll, we'll, we'll work on getting something. What do you guys want to crowdfund? You want to crowdfund? You want? Oh, oh, I know what you guys want. You guys want that that, uh, that Europa space cruise. <laughs> yeah, that's what you need. So. Um, and after you hitting uh, hitting a lot of the stuff, but the last thing that I crowdfunded, um, and I've been I've been patiently waiting. Uh, they they do give a lot of updates, but um, it is uh, a movie called Shelby Oaks. It's a horror movie. It takes place in uh, an asylum, Ooh. and it is filmed. It's done. Uh, they're in uh, post production. And uh, everything seems like it's going like super well. The movie ended up getting well over uh, the initial money they wanted. And they were hoping to just hit that. And it went like super, super over. I I love when that happens. Mm -hmm. And like as someone like me that that's always excited to see that happen, I can't even imagine the the people in place of that mm-hmm. it's like holy shit like yeah. like again like back to whenever i um back to the the elden ring rpg it it was funded in 13 hours whoa <laughs> i mean i didn't figure anything less it was the i don't even remember what where like the ending percentage was like they that they needed but it was well over 100%. I think it was mm-hmm. like 160, 170, maybe 180% participation, which, you know, compared to money, that is 
it, that's huge. Mm-hmm. It's huge. And, you know, just to support something that not only you love, like you see this thing, you're like, man, I love that thing. I definitely would back that. But to help these people get their, their ideas out. I mean, this is, this is how media evolves over time is you just, sometimes you might think that an idea that you have isn't good. And then you notice from tons of other people, just how good of an idea it is. And then that thing happens and then boom, you got yourself a new perspective of, of media because of that idea that you, you beat out of your head when you were a kid. Cause you're like, no, mm-hmm. that's stupid. It's just, it, it's amazing. Like it, it really, really is. Um, and that's something it, it, it's even better. Like you said before that, like the quality has been getting better because people are really starting to understand that like they can do so much with crowdfunded projects. Like, um, and it's just, Oh gosh. Oh gosh, guys. It's so cool. <laughs> it's so, it's so cool guys. I get, I get excited. I get, I get excited. Well, just, just to give a little bit of, for here on the uh, Shelby Oaks was uh, the original, what they wanted to get to was $250,000. Uh, they ended up with $1,390,000. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. Uh, and just, you know, th- th- this is what I'm getting. <clears throat> I got the Blu-ray poster uh, behind the scenes uh, selection, which I get a Blu-ray with it. I get a, uh, a poster. Uh, the behind the scenes experience, which you can get that through the uh, Discord. Digital edition of the movie, a digital edition of the script, which is going to be cool. Uh, digital soundtrack. And like, you know, it's going to be fun. So it's going to be fun. movie it's premiere. We got to do movie premiere night. We, we, and we'll, we'll do, we'll, we'll definitely do something with, with this. It'll be fun. It will be fun. Mm, for sure. Oh, oh, geez, guys, that was fun. I like that. We find uh, I got so many different little things here that's telling me this is what you got going on. This is what you have to this, this, this is what you have to do. Oh, here we go. You have to I to go to the back page. I want everyone to type www.google.com on your Google browser and see where it let's, takes you. Let's, let's go to the real thing. Okay. This is, this is cool. This is actually this is actually a little more impressive here. Um, original, they were trying to get five thousand dollars. I'm going to let you guys try to guess what did they end up with. Originally, what what they what they ended up getting, but the original was five thousand dollars. The original was five thousand. That's what they were trying for. So give give it a second, think about it. Didn't you say the final amount? Not for the real thing, no. Oh, 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 oh. Five thousand dollars. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go big. Okay, I'm gonna go big and say, say five hundred k. That's a little too big. 
too big. It's a little too big. I mean, oh, I, I was, I was just really thought it was gonna be a name like ambitious, like I'll ambitiously. Be honest, big. There are some people, especially like YouTubers, that try to crowdfund their own movies and stuff. And some people have made like some neat products. Some well, people have crowdfunded. Shelby Oaks was, was Chris Stuckman. Yes, I'm just. There are some people that have done stuff and have had like capable things to that, but there's some people that were ambitious in another direction. And I like to look at Linkara from the top, the fourth wall and his movie that he made where he crowdfunded $60,000 for a movie that doesn't look any less cheap than the videos that he usually makes. Mm. So my question, whenever I saw it was where'd that 60,000 get funneled into his pocket. Maybe because that movie looks shitty scam. So that's your answer. Sixty thousand dollars of pocketed money. No, it was just the thing of I was thinking on. Well, we'll get to that. Just I just want to see what you think that 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 from five thousand dollars, what did they what did they end up with? Five thousand dollars. Twenty thousand. Twenty thousand. Twenty thousand. Twenty thousand. Is this the price is right? Do I have a prize? No. You gonna let me eat finally? Yeah. We'll get that chain off your ankle. Nice. Let's go 8,000. 8,000? 68,348. I'm closer, wow. which means I get to eat Naveed. You can. You have to wait <laughs> another day. You're going to eat Naveed. <laughs> you can't eat No, him. I get to eat. You have to wait another day. He's all gristle. So, He's all gristle. Oh, I forgot about Story Engine. Yeah. Story. It's Story Engine. That's pretty cool. That's kind of a complicated one to... So basically, it is these cards that you can use to help give you prompts to uh, um, to get uh, ideas for your stories. Story engine's cool, but Story Engine—they uh, were trying to get fourteen thousand eight hundred and ninety-three dollars. They ended up with two hundred and thirteen thousand six hundred and five dollars, which isn't bad. So no, um, yeah, it's just. It's it's really cool to see people uh, really backing like independent stuff. And how I did hear Shelby Oaks is Chris Duckman, who is a uh, he's he's a YouTuber. Um, he was doing reviews on movies, and he's he's kind of stopped doing reviews on movies because um, he's making one. He's making movies. Good for him. And he doesn't really want no. Well, he still does videos, but he's not kind of like dogging movies. Now he's just kind of, you know, he's he's given more positive. He wants to keep some positive out there in the world. Yeah. So, because you know he knows how hard it is. He actually has a really, uh, really cool short. So you know, just look up uh, Chris Duckman stuff. Yeah, he's got uh, yeah. some cool takes. On some, sometimes yeah. that's what you need to do is put a little bit more positive yeah. back out in the world. You know. Yeah. Why not? That's what I like to do. Why not? I always say, right? Why not? Put some positive out there. Yeah. Yeah. Only you can prevent forest fires. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Uh, maybe you can prevent things from being, you know, drug out into the street. And just, <laughs> <laughs> now uh, the bystander effect's too real these days. Yeah. So, a hundred percent. Just check out um, what's what's going on out there in the world with all this. 
it's a it's a good side of media. You know, you you see these things and and you get to pick and choose. And I guarantee for everyone out there, you got the you got the Zacky guarantee that you will find something <laughs> to be crowdfunded. The, the that, Zach stamp of approval. That one is the Zacky watermark stamp of approval. <laughs> the Zach stamp of approval. Not to be confused with the Shack stamp of approval. Yeah. Yeah, that's a different one. Different IP. It's completely different. It's a different thing. IP. Different, um, really different. There, you will always find something on there that that will pique your interest, mm-hmm. even if you don't back it. Yeah, you can still look at that thing and be like, "Hey, I would love to see that out in the real world. I'm not going to back it, but I'd love to see it. It's cool. I, I remember. I remember whenever I was young, dumb." in love and broke uh, I backed my my first project that was uh, it had to have been about 1910 it was a uh, it was a Zelda vinyl thingy and I was like oh wow I love to back it and I'm looking at it I'm like hmm. the best thing was 200 bucks I'm like I don't have 200 bucks but then I got 200 bucks <laughs> and then I backed it yeah. Well, the cool thing about all this is you don't have to go for the most expensive. If you can't, you you can stay within your means and back but, this stuff. But but you get all the expansions and you get the pretty little bosses mm-hmm. and they all they all look cool mm-hmm. and you can paint them. Mm-hmm. This one's Malachis, but I call him Chi Chi. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Zach, what what will be the big topic next week? Because that will be you, buddy. What will be the big topic yes, next week? Yes, yes, yes. Hmm. And just remember, in between now and then, we will get my special Valentine's episode. You want me to be your Valentine? No, I'm Is that what you're doing asking? my Valentine's episode of uh, the remake of My Bloody Valentine. Oh, okay. Movie. Awful, really. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. Well, we'll you'll find out what my thoughts are on it when... Uh, when we come back around. As my, it, it's it's interesting that you asked me about the the big topic because I was actually going to, uh, starting. Think. Well, actually, no. Why not? I was actually starting to. Well, I will. I forget that we we technically filmed the episode in the past, mm-hmm. and, and then it comes out in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, so technically, starting tomorrow, mm-hmm. which is a different day mm-hmm. from everyone listening, mm-hmm. but. Tomorrow, from Sweet today, shit, Zach. from where we're at, mm-hmm. I will be dropping some subtle hints on our community page of mm-hmm. what the big topic's going to be. Okay. So, okay. It's going to be cool. I did put you on the spot. Then it's cool. all going to come together. It's going to come together. Yeah. You put me on yeah. the spot, just like you, you know, yeah. tore my soul out earlier. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because right. I'm a monster. Yep. Yeah, it's all right. I'm a monster. Slap on the head. So, I'm a monster. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Naveed. Yes. You, you, why don't you take us home? Choke. You can find us on our social medias. You can follow us on Instagram with at lobby underscore points underscore podcast. You can give us any strange questions you may have or speak your love of homoeroticism at lobbyboyspod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter with at lobbyboyspod or join our Facebook group at lobbyboyspodcast. Our cover art is by Daniel White. You can follow him on any of his socials with at birds in boxes. Our theme song is Way to Go, performed by Nothing But Stars Inside. You Find him under the stars inside.bandcamp.com or on Instagram with at nothing but stars inside. 
With all that being said, this has been FBC Agent David. I am the tyrannical Terry, uh, just coming in and uh, smashing the hopes and dreams of young black boys. It is Black History Month. It is Black History Month. You have to be nice to me. For once in your fucking life, this month, you have to be nice to me. It's Black History Month. Bim. 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 Yeah, I'm pronouncing Black History Month. Bim. It's Bim Month. B-H-M. Nope. They're going to come and cancel us. Nope. That's okay. You have me. I'm fine. You're good. We're good. <laughs> and I have been you filled my quota. And, <laughs> good job, token. Oh, no. All right. Good now job, you're, token. Now you're gonna get God, canceled. <laughs> now you're gonna get canceled. If South Park didn't get canceled, we're definitely fucking in the clear. <laughs> and I have been the and honestly in a really good mood, Zach. That's good. I have fun. Also, what do you mean? His, his name is Tolkien. Don't Goodbye, talk everybody. about don't talk about token during BIM month. Goodbye, everybody. BIM. I like that. Mm. I'm gonna put that on bumper sticker. I support BIM. Can we name a can we name a drink BIM? I think we're can I get a the BIM, episode BIM? Can I get a BIM cocktail? Let's say oh hey, only during February. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> <laughs>
Okay. Okay. But aside from those key things, mm-hmm. I just want to remind you that Ron is here to help. Okay. Cool. Cool. 